the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 131. Do you do what you say you're going to do? Today, we are talking about doing what you said you were going to do. Or should you? Or should you not? Is it okay to change your mind? Is that the goal to change your mind? Is it actually a contract just because you said it, you have to do it? If you don't do what you say you're going to do, then do you even have integrity? Does it make you a bad person? (laughs) Are we going to ask questions the whole show (laughs) and not answer them ever? (laughs) No. Today we have answers. Not really answers for you, but answers that we've been playing with anyway. So welcome back to the Lift the Life podcast. We hope you've been doing well, enjoying spring. That's what we're doing. It goes so fast. It goes from being like perfect weather to blazing hot. Why do we live in these conditions sort of thing? So we try to really savor this time where we can actually be outside, enjoying ourselves from morning till like sunset, basically. Although we do have snow in the forecast here in Kansas City. Tim's grumpy about it. Yeah, I was talking to someone from Florida recently and explaining the concept of four seasons to them. (laughs) That was not something they were accustomed to. But you don't usually get all four in one week, but (laughs) sometimes you do. That's true. Sometimes you do. So we've been savoring spring. And today we want to talk to you about this concept that we do not have all the answers to. Actually, that was a joke. But it's something we think is important to consider. And I think that's the main idea of this show and these topics is just food for thought, ideas to chew on and to consider, to ask yourself, what do I believe about this? Not what do Mr. and Mrs. Lifted portray about this? Mm -hmm. Instead, what do I believe about this? And what we're trying to talk about with this doing what you said you were going to do is this conundrum or this idea, this, this tricky thing between doing what you said you were going to do and pivoting or changing your mind or following a new lead or is it a new distraction and how to know the difference so we thought today's episode would be of utmost value to share kind of some of the things we've gone through with this for example did you have something else so you're you're making that constipated face sorry As you lay this out, I always think through my head, like, what does this mean to me? What does, what how does this apply to me and to my life? And kind of going through different times of my life. And when you first start kind of describing the topic, I always think back when I was a kid and I joined a sports, I joined like T-ball. And it, one of my parents said, well, you did it or you signed up for it. So you can't quit till it's over. Mm-hmm. Like that's the rule. Mm-hmm. You gave your word that you were going to play. Your team's counting on you. Team's counting on you. We paid the money. You're going to play until it's over. And after the season's over, if you don't want to play, fine. I think that's a pretty common parenting. I feel like we made that, had that discussion with our children. Like mm. You signed up for it. Your team's counting on you. They only yeah. have so many players. If you don't play, then they don't have subs, and then they're not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And yet there's also this other idea of prioritizing your own self-care. What if it's extremely stressful or... Mm-hmm is very difficult for you to play this game for whatever so reason. right or wrong that was my first um, <laughs> experience with you do what you say you're going to do mm-hmm. and somehow you build this integrity around this you're a person of your word you say you're going to do it you're you better do it mm-hmm. and 
And is that valuable? Where's the utility in that? Well, if you, let's say, don't do what you say you're going to do, then people don't trust you. True. People can't um, depend on you. Opportunities that might come your way might actually pass you by because you're not dependable. Mm -hmm. So I think in some respects, there's some value to this idea of doing what you say you're going to do. Of course, the irony of me arguing this way and you arguing the other is that in In real life, it's the opposite. (laughs) You do the the opposite Uh and I do the opposite. I believe that at any given moment, if there's a decision in front of us, whether it's something we said we were going to do or not, there's still what feels right for us. Not because it sounds like hard work and we're going to be lazy and skip it. It's not from this like copying out cheating Mm -hmm. perspective. It's more about a true deep knowing. And I think that we all have our own inner compass of knowing right from wrong. Yeah. And I think for me, the conundrum is at all costs. That's the problem. Yes. Do what you say you're going to do until it's an issue for you, until is causing you stress or it's some sort of thing, then that's when you can stop. Like, or that's when you can evaluate mm-hmm. and you can say, am I giving up because this is hard or am I giving up because this does not seem like the right thing for me? This is mm-hmm. not actually doing what I thought it would do. So an example that we have is that within the lifted business, we were posting three to five times on social media a day, three to five times. <laughs> experts say to do that. They say yeah. do it more. Someone recently told me we should uh, work around 50 50 posts yeah I was like, are you crazy um so we found that that wasn't working for us so it's like how long do you continue to do something because some expert said you should versus what feels right for you another example is if you said i'm gonna run every day and then you um realize that every time you run you have oops sorry that was the cord uh that cord get me again every time you run you have back pain Let's just say, Mm -hmm. but when you walk and you do like a fast paced walk, you feel way better, but you said the one thing that you're going to run. And so it's, it's one of those issues where you get to decide if you're going to go back on your word. And yet, if you always go back on your word and you never do what you say you're going to do little by little, you're, I think, breaking your own, uh, natural confidence. Mm -hmm. So there is a cost to continually going back on what you say you're going to do. I think, Mm -hmm. but there's also a cost to sacrificing everything just because at one point you said you were going to do something. Mm -hmm. We kind of joke about this podcast. Like we said, let's do it. Well, because I started it with you, I'm basically in it until we die. That's right. (laughs) It's not right. (laughs) That is correct. Um, so yeah, it's this unique place of, of what is right for you. And what are your reasons for reconsidering? I think that if you notice that it's not working for you, it's not useful, it's not um, getting you what you thought you would get, it's okay to reevaluate it. I don't think that's grounds for immediate um, elimination of, mm-hmm. of whatever it is you were doing. Instead, it's just about bringing a level of awareness to, am I only doing this because I said I would do it or is it bringing me value? And I think within our business, there's a lot of times where we say we're going to do something. All right, we're putting all, mm-hmm. all our effort into this, our blog or this or that. And then something pops up and we're like, okay, that's not actually going to work. So being agile is very beneficial in a business. And yet within the realms of personality or character, being too agile is actually called flaky and sometimes you can get a reputation for not being very integral what do you guess i think i found myself recently kind of evaluating these ideas 
And for sure, there was a time in my life that it just meant you're lazy. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you're going to do it. And the only reason you wouldn't do it is because you're, you're not willing to put the work out, <laughs> to put the effort out, mm-hmm. to struggle, to do all to the things. hard. Work hard. Yeah. That's the only reason why you wouldn't get that done is because you're just not willing to put the work in. Mm-hmm. Peel back. Look more recently. It, it's more about is it an alignment? Does it energize me? That's why I wanted to do the thing. It's why I said I would do it from the beginning. It's because I thought it would energize me. I thought it would make me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said I would do it. So as I'm starting to do these things, I realize if it's not an alignment, if um, it's not energizing me, then why am I doing it? Mm-hmm. Just because I said so? At a time, I didn't have enough information to make a prop- proper decision right. of did I even know what I was talking about? Was I even qualified to say, I'm going to do this thing? That right. Probably not. Nothing, probably and yet, not. The, there's value. There's an inherent value in saying you'll do something and then doing it. Yeah. I just don't think we need to do it until we're dog dead, tired, mm-hmm. or completely... Um, it's just not so final. Like, right. This concept for me was final. Like You said it, you're going to do it. Right. And mm-hmm. do what you say you're going to do. Um, at what cost or for Mm -hmm. how long I think it's okay to reevaluate for instance with sports it's a tricky thing like Mm -hmm. at the end of the season well how many games are left five games okay that's one thing 15 oh Mm -hmm. my gosh right it's tricky I'm sure there's some people that have a very strong feeling about this is what's right and I guess we're here to ask why why is that what's right and maybe for you it it you know it's right because X, Y, and Z. I think it comes down to our values. And when we know what we value, it makes it easier to make those decisions. I still think it's great to say, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go for a run 14 days um, for the next 14 days. And then if you get data after five to seven days mm-hmm. and you feel like you could make a better, wiser decision, is it's on you to trust that rather than just beating yourself up or calling right. yourself lazy because it's not working. Right. It's not binary. It's not one or the other. There is some gray, gray area between it. Right. All right. Let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor this week. I've been getting a little sloppy with it, Tim. <laughs> Wait until the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Not this week. This week I'm on it. This week we're talking about micromelatonin. It's our new low-dose melatonin supplement. It is actually the first time we've ever had a filler. We had to have a filler based on the dose that I wanted this uh, supplement to be, but we were able to use organic rice powder. And that was important to us that if we had to fill it with something um, and not just shake around like a weird capsule that barely had any ingredients in it, um, we wanted it to be the the most clean version of that filler. So we do have organic rice powder in that. On that note, we do want to try to make that capsule a bit smaller. Mm-hmm. For being 100 micrograms, there's no reason we couldn't use a smaller capsule. Um, we're going to work with our manufacturer on that. So if you're already purchasing that, loving it, loving how you wake up rested but not groggy, then keep an eye out for that potential change. It would just basically mean a smaller capsule size with a little less rice powder. Organic rice powder. Asterisk. <laughs> Should we? My, my favorite, uh, you can finish that thought in a second. My favorite thing, uh, comments about this product is people responding that I have, you should take one milligram or I take, I have to take 20 of your capsules to get the dose. I'm like, this is clearly not for you. Yeah. If you want to <laughs> take that high of a dose, this is not, this the, product is not the product for you. This is for people who, when they take standard doses of melatonin, mm-hmm. one milligram, two, three, four or five milligrams, they wake up feeling groggy, drowsy, 
not well, whereas this is 100 micrograms, so a tenth of the dose, mm-hmm. um, which we found to be the perfect physiological dose for sleep and health. So, um, yeah, it just makes me laugh every time. Like I, I read the comments or someone say that, it just it's like, well, that's not the the point per yep. per se. Okay, right. so uh, we'd love for you to check that product out. We are excited about the great feedback we are getting. Um, definitely, plenty of customers who do get it that say, "This is what I need." I was breaking one milligram capsules into tiny slivers, mm-hmm. and it was hard to track how much I was taking. This takes the guesswork out. One capsule is 100 micrograms. Now, some people are taking two or three because um, even that dose is hard to find. Yeah. So you're able to kind of tailor the dose to you. And that is one reason why we did 220 capsules in the bottle so that you could create your own perfect dose uh, for you. Back to the show. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> well, I actually get paid by the sponsors this month. <laughs> week. M- month, week. Okay. So yeah, this week we're talking about... So yeah, Olive says that, our daughter. So yeah. Also, I was listening to another podcast and the guy kept saying, you know, and yeah. he said it so much that I was like, I know I say, it, that's my word, like. Like me. I say like as well. I try not to. I work on it. I bring a level of awareness to it. And that man said, you know, <laughs> so often, but I felt bad being judgmental because I know I have my own tendencies I bring a level of loving awareness to it. And I do think slowing down is one of the tickets and also just that awareness and practice. So, you know, we were talking about doing what you said you were going to do and at what cost. Now, I do think this is something that's probably ingrained in us through childhood that at some point our parents didn't want us to be flaky. Mm -hmm. They wanted us to be able to get a job and live on our own. They were looking out for what they thought was best. Right. And like you said, there are um, integral components to doing what you said. I mean, that lets people know that you are, they can count on you. Right. So there is value and utility in doing that. Yes. Just like our daughter, who I just brought up, Mm -hmm. she loves to prank. Yeah. She loves tricks. She loves to fake cry. She loves, (laughs) she's a stinker. (laughs) And so sometimes we don't believe her because she's always doing a prank and then she gets frustrated i was about to fall off that thing and you didn't even help me well about 300 times before that you were not actually and you thought it was funny and fun Mm -hmm. i actually told her about the show punked i don't even know how that show i haven't seen it in years i don't know if you can even find it but i'm like have you ever the power of the internet i'm sure we could pull it it up yeah what's funny is our son who's a little different than our daughter Mm -hmm. was like that sounds horrible horrible and stressful to watch somebody just do these tricks and then be right up her alley it'd be right up her alley so it's the same idea of the little girl who called wolf Mm -hmm. and if you don't do what you say you're going to do or if you're not actually speaking out of integrity there will be times where you might almost fall off a rope ladder because people don't know if they can trust you or not Mm -hmm. so there are core principles involved with doing what you say you're going to do or changing your mind I think that changing our mind is part of growth. If you're not changing your mind at all and you're doing the same things you've always done, you're going to be probably bored or uh, broke. So what do you think about this? Um, Recently, I was just really pondering this thing of who to trust. Who can you trust? And given the current environment, a lot of people I think are asking that question. I don't know who to trust. I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. Maybe 
we've always had that feeling, but, um, it's a bit more highlighted right now, I'd say, mm -hmm, I would think. Um, and you saying that like, um, doing those things, that's how people can trust you. And I f feel like the only person that you can truly trust is yourself because you can't BS yourself. You know, deep down the things that you're doing, whether that's in alignment or not, you know, when you're BSing yourself and making up excuses and stories of why you do what you do. So yourself, you can trust because you, you can't pull one over on yourself very easily. I think that sometimes if we don't know ourselves, we mm. can say, but I don't even know my truth. I don't know if I want to quit playing this basketball um, season five games early but because you, I'm scared. But, but and I believe you do know. Okay. Yeah. On a deep, deep level, mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. But without the work, without putting in some effort, without getting still, quiet, journaling, going deep, yeah. I think it could be common for someone to say, but I don't know why. If I'm being lazy or if I'm just, usually lazy is scared. So so the, I guess the point I'm trying to get to is the reasons why you would continue to do something is because you want someone outside of you to validate that you're doing what you said. No. No. I think it feels really good to, when I say I'm going to do this, this, and this, and I don't even tell anyone in the world, but I do those three things and I keep that promise to myself. Mm. Okay. It feels really good because I know I can trust myself. In that sense. But then the other sense, like the sports sense or the other things that are more external, more that you, you told your neighbor, I'm going to do this and then you do or don't do it. Yeah. It's like, is it the program that's saying you're mm -hmm. flaky or is it you trusting your gut? The... But only you will know. Why or why not you're going to do the thing and if it's in alignment or not, it's kind of irrelevant what everyone else thinks. I think what I'm trying to say is there are times where the going gets tough and something's hard and it would be easy to walk away. And yep. in that moment, is it really the right thing for you to do? But like that's for instance, when you would know yes. and you would say, this is the point where you're just choosing the easier thing. Like you don't love to speak in front of others and yep. there's many opportunities where you can oh, just I can be find like, a way to get out of that every time. Yeah. And you can be like, Sylvia would love to tell you that. Mm -hmm. And then I just get going and then you, you're kind of hard on yourself later. Yep. Like I should have just practiced it. Cause I know that mm -hmm. it's in that moment that, you know, it would be hard to do this, but it's also what I need. Mm -hmm. But how many times do we have to play this game of do the hard thing? It's what you need. And when can we just be a little easier on ourselves? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> No, it's not. That's what you do. You're always pushing yourself like, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Like you'll come home from soccer. Like, how was your game? It was okay. I just didn't. I don't feel like I tried hard enough. Yeah. Well, what stopped you from trying harder? <laughs> I got tired. But I just feel like that's, it's not something you would ever hear me say. Like, I don't know. It's just one of those funny things, the way that you're so different, the way mm -hmm. that we all beat ourselves up a little bit differently from being enough of of whatever but so an example maybe of that is a while ago uh, several years ago we were i personally was what a while ago it could be 14 days ago and it could be yeah. 14 years ago for us you know time doesn't really matter i know our son that drives him crazy a while ago could be <laughs> anywhere in that time frame i was following gary vanercheck pretty closely almost every day listening to his podcast just really get i liked he hearing him talk um and one of his big things was you need to post every day on every platform multiple times a day. And that was his big push of like, that's how you grow your business. You you're on every platform known to man and you just constantly post later 
after we couldn't do that, or after we found out that was a lot of work, mostly for you, we found out, oh, he has an ad agency and he has tons of people that are all doing that. Like 60, maybe. Yeah. Sorry, I bumped the mic a bit ago and I think people heard it and I do want to apologize for that. Full accountability. Well, I was going to remove it, but now I'll just leave it. (laughs) Looking for it. (laughs) Did you hear me do it? No. Okay, sorry. Focus. Focus. Gary Vaynerchuk, he served what you needed for a bit to inspire you. and to... Yeah, I'm not putting him down. I'm just saying that I misunderstood <laughs> or had no experience. When he said post on every platform, okay, let's do it. After you gain a little bit of data, you realize for one person, that's a lot of work. <laughs> and not maybe not as enjoyable. It's definitely not in alignment for me. So that was an example of maybe you get your data and then you make your next decision. Yeah. Maybe I did say we're going to do all this every day and you realize maybe that wasn't quite right. We've been in a real habit of calling a lot of things data. What we're really talking about usually is failures, experiences, <laughs> experiences. And we like the words data. We're taking in the data about this. I actually do like it because without the data, without the experiences, without the contrast of a success or a failure, it's really hard to know if you should keep doing what you said you were going to do. So when you say you're going to do something, at least try it. Don't back out before you've tried it. If you back out before you try it, then you know that's just kind of some mind drama. But if you at least try it and try it for a while and you can see how it goes, then it's okay, I think, to reevaluate, ask yourself what's useful about this, what you're getting from it, what it's taking away, and then from that place, um, reevaluate and decide if it's still something that you want or need to be doing. I think that's a fair enough shake, and only you can know. And, you know, it's through those questions of what's scary about this, what's helpful about this, going deep and asking yourself, why would I quit? What would be great if I kept with it? By asking yourself those questions, you can get more clear on, is this a fear-based response of me wanting to make life easier? Or is this truly following my intuition and knowing what's right for me now? And maybe no matter what you end up getting, going easy on yourself and realizing that you, at least maybe I'm speaking of my own experience, that you don't have to go so hard on yourself. Right. That's the takeaway. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week on the Lift to Life podcast. Bye.